Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. And how good does it feel, San Diego? Welcome into Gwen and Chris, the playoff edition of our uh, talk show on this Monday afternoon following a, a great, great victory by the Padres last night. Over the New York Mets, 6 nothing. Padres moving on to the National League Divisional Series. We'll get into that as we go along. But uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. is indeed in Los Angeles. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. And a late night for the Padres, but one worth staying up for, Tony Gwynn Jr. Uh, take us inside the locker room. Take us inside the minds of this Padre ball club, which came up huge last night in New York. I mean, huge is is an understatement. I mean, that was a, an absolute clinic they put together last night, and and how to close out a series, how to play playoff baseball. And uh, uh, well, I'll start with your first question. Take us inside the or your first statement, I guess I should say. Take us inside the clubhouse. Uh, those guys were really excited when they clinched to get in the playoffs, so you could time that by about two. Uh, on this on this time around, I mean, they were elated. They were, um, I I think there was just a there was the same sense of joy, but just turned up. And um, in terms of their mindset, man, I I I ran into Joe the day before, um, and he just seemed like he was in a good place. He went down to get some coffee, um, and he talked about having in the presser later on. Uh, that day he talked about having to basically approach that game two like the Padres were going to lose because he had to prepare himself for a game three. And you could just see that that process started well before that game. And um, as he said, when he finished his bullpen, as he told Austin Nola, I'm about to pitch the game of my life. Uh, Man, he was, he was, uh, he could see the future clearly, and uh, that was, as I said on the air last night, that was, if not the best, one of the best Padre playoff performances by a pitcher in the history 
of this organization. That's how that's how dominant Joe was last night. Yeah, it brought to mind Kevin Brown in game one of the 1998 playoffs against the Houston Astros, but this was a bigger stage with everything on the line, a season on the line, not only one of the greatest pitching performances in Padre history, but in all of baseball, the first time ever in an elimination game that a starter has gone seven shutout innings, allowing one or fewer hits. And uh, we're going to talk about Buck Showalter in just a second, Tony, but uh, to me, it, it – that clouds what the Padres did last night. It, it was an absolute, you've said it, clinic. Uh, they played the perfect baseball game. They got five of their six runs with two out clutch hits. Defensively, uh, we know about the play that Trent Grisham made in center field. How about Will Myers at first base? Had an absolutely perfect night over there. Probably saved three or four runs just on his own by making plays down there at first base. Uh, they stole bases. They took pitches. They, 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 they played out their game plan to perfection. This is, this is what you dream about as a ball club for everything to be on the line and you show up and do everything right. That's, um, that's how you play playoff baseball because there's one extra base hit in all of those hits that they had. There was a double that was mixed in there. All the rest were singles. We saw, as you said, a stolen base from Kim that led to a run. We saw a sack bunt that led to a run. I mean, everything in terms of execution that you have to do in a in a in a playoff game in general, but certainly a a winner go home game, um, they did last night, and it was across the board. I mean, pitching, defense, base running, hitting, timely hitting. Whatever you needed in a game to win, they did it. Now, I will disagree. I don't think what Buck did clouded it at all. I mean, that's – and that's a testament to how good Joe was, was that had, you know, he come out, check, they find nothing, and all of a sudden, you know, he walks a couple guys, Padres end up winning, but then it could cloud it a little bit. But all he did was – all it did was light a fighter under his rear end, and he just continued to dominate them as he was before. And – you know, although it, it's being talked about, it's more so being talked about in a in a way that doesn't make Buck or the Mets look good. It, it's it's less about really what happened and more about the desperation it showed in in the Mets. And, and listen, and to be honest, as soon as I saw Buck come out, I I knew I I knew that that's what was coming at was going on. If you had watched that game, Joe was dominating. This was a winner-go-home game. And they were desperate. It was the last card he had to try to throw him off his game. At the most, at the worst, they would have found something. But that clearly wasn't going to be the case. And so um, I don't think it clouds it at all. It was, it was a clinic put on, and it was on, a, it was on a huge stage, too. I mean – Listen, playoffs are a big stage, but when it's in New York against a 100-win New York Met team, by the way, uh, it doesn't get much better than that. It truly now, does. But, now, but now, you know, that is, to, is, is, is as huge as last night was, uh, now comes the big test. 
That's right. It's not going to get any easier. Go from a 101-win team to a 111-win team in the Dodgers. Playoffs get underway. The divisional series round right here on 97.3 The Fan. Tomorrow night at 6.30 with game one. Of course, uh, San Diego fans now will get to celebrate with a playoff game at Petco Park. That's coming up Friday. There has not been a home game that fans could attend at play uh, at uh, Petco Park since 2006. So, uh, and, and a lot of the players talked about that. They wanted a home game for this, for this fan base. And uh, I, I think you guys, even without being in New York City, City last night had a lot to do with the Padre victory. I the reason I say that I think Buck Showalter's uh, antics will cloud this, Tony, is because when we're talking about this game ten years from now, everybody's going to refer to it back as, "Oh yeah, that was the night that Musgrove dominated and Buck Showalter came out to check on him." Uh, I, I thought it was really, really a, a chicken bleep move by Buck Showalter, even though I understand what he was trying to do. And the reason I think it was is because of what Bob Melvin said after the game. By by Buck Showalter doing what he did, he was basically questioning the character of Joe Musgrove in the national TV game right in the middle of the ball game with everyone watching. I just thought there was no room for it. I, and, and I'm a little bit mad even at the umpires for for agreeing with his request to go check. They didn't have to. There was absolutely nothing to suggest that Joe Musgrove was cheating. I I, I, I don't know. It's his ears were a little bit sweaty or shiny. I, I, I just thought the whole thing was a mess, and I'd, I'd like to see baseball – you know, think seriously about allowing managers to do this kind of thing. And I mean, the reputation of Joe Musgrove is still squeaky clean as it should be, but I just don't like his character being questioned by Buck Showalter in that situation. And I, I don't think I was the only person who was upset about that. Well, I don't know. That's, I think that's way too far in my opinion. Ultimately, um, they weren't. Go- I mean, see, that's the thing is that social media. So that picture that was going around about Joe's ear, uh, I don't even know that that's what the Mets saw. I, I they there were Joe's spin rate was up a little bit, and I can imagine a scenario that guys are coming back in who haven't seen Joe pitch at that level right there. You know, because the Mets, I don't know if they even saw Joe or, or they saw Joe the one day. So. And he wasn't as crispy as he was last night. This was like no, no. This was like no hit Joe uh, that we had uh, in that. What was that last year? Yeah, it was season. Yeah. Um, and, and so I mean, it, it is. It is a fact that his spin rate was up, but that doesn't. That could be accounted for in pure adrenaline and him just being on it that day. And uh, and again, when you're desperate, you, you try desperate things. If we see. It, on the flip side, we have had this happen in a playoff game before. And I believe it was – was it was it Howe? Jay Howe of the Jay, Dodgers. Jay Howe. Yeah. And, and I believe he had something on him at that point. And so I, I don't think you can take this one situation that has very rarely ever been used and all of a sudden take it uh, at, take that away when, you know, it's not as though players haven't done that. Now – Joe is in a class by himself when it comes to um, integrity, in my opinion. I mean, he, he's he's just above board in everything he does, um, and 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 I get the frustration with it. To me, it was it was it was even better that they found nothing, and then he went out and proceeded to shove some more. And that, <laughs> to me, I, I I'll take I'll take that all day. Um, and you're right, people. We will bring it up, but we'll also say. 
when we say, oh, yeah, that was the game that uh, Buck Showalter came out and they found nothing. And we'll continue to say, and he continued to shove thereafter. So, you know, hats off to Joe, man. I was, I was, I was really excited watching him go out on that stage and just ball out. Yeah, the ultimate uh, the ultimate uh, conclusion to all of it is that uh, Joe Musgrove, by his actions, told Buck Walter to shove it by going Ooh, out and right. pitching pitching as well as he did. He was motivated, and uh, as a lot of people have said, Buck Walter picked on the wrong guy last night. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. Really isn't Ill- go ahead, Tony. Sorry, no, no, no. I said he really did. He that 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 that's not the dude. That's not the dude. To try that <laughs> well, Tony is in L.A., uh, but uh, the Padres, as you know, did not get in until 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. So uh, Tony's mm. going to be going to be uh, just with us for this segment today. We're going to uh, have a lot of his interviews that he did uh, after the game last night. We'll hear, we'll, be, we'll take you down into the clubhouse. We'll uh, share with you the joy of this Padre victory over the New York Mets last night. You'll hear it throughout the show today. We'll also be taking your phone calls. We'll be getting ready for the Dodgers series. And to that end, Tony, I do want to ask you what your first thoughts on playing the Dodgers are. I know that it doesn't seem on paper like the Padres have a whole you know, a whole lot of a chance here. They uh, they didn't win a series against the Dodgers this year. They won only five times. But uh, as we said, you and I, uh, at least 100 different times throughout the season, it all starts at zero now. And I think this is a Padre team that, regardless of their lack of success, is going to feel nothing but confident going into this series. Uh, I, I just remind folks um, how much closer that the last series the Padres played against the Dodgers was versus the previous one. And I think the Padres are playing a tad bit better than they were at that point. They got some good pitching performances in a few of those games. Um, And that's what it always is going to boil down to, right? When the Padres pitch, look what happens. Game one, game three, they're capable of that, right? Mike Clev is capable of that kind of game. And so, uh, He'll be tasked with that tomorrow in the, as the game one starter. And so um, I, 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 I felt good, even though they lost two or three the last series, I felt way better about that than I did the previous series. So, and I think, as I said, I think this team is playing, is playing better than that right now. So I, I like this. This is going to be a dogfight, I think. I don't know. Uh, I think we just we will wait to see how it plays out. But I think <laughs> Well, the Mets have been vanquished, and the uh, Padres uh, have one of the great moments in uh, franchise history with their uh, series win over New York. Two games to one, they take the wild card series and now move on to face the Dodgers. Tony Gwynn Jr., we will be talking with you uh, throughout this week, of course, on this very program uh, from Dodger Stadium. Uh, we'll be on tomorrow from uh, 4 o'clock until – or at 4 o'clock, 2 o'clock, till about 5.30 tomorrow ahead of game one of the series. But uh, today we're going to turn it over to the fans, let Tony and the Padres get a little rest. Tony, thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, hold up. I, I, I probably will be calling back in. I have – I'm headed – got to head to the field for these press conferences and whatnot anyway, so – all right. Uh, well, join us as much as you want yeah. to. I believe your name is on the show, so it definitely is yeah. on the show. He, he well, it sounds a... like it sounds like you were trying to put me to bed, though. Ah, like, well, I thought sorry, you were, I thought you were still sleepy. All right, let me tuck you back in, Tony. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll hear from Tony a little bit later on in the program as uh, Gwen and Chris gets underway. The Padres are going to the National League Division Series. 
It feels so good to answer my question from the beginning of this segment, and we'll uh, get things going here, 833-288-0973. You are all welcome to join us as we celebrate a a great Padre moment last night and look ahead to the Dodgers series on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yo, I mean, you put together perhaps... One of the best postseason playoff performances in Padre history from a kid from San Diego. Tell me what you're feeling right now. I've been waiting for a moment like this for a long time. You know, at the big league level in general, but for it to be in San Diego, it means more than anything to me. Um, I really put a lot of the pressure and weight on my shoulders of the people back in San Diego, the fans here, the girlfriends and wives up in that section to, to come through for us today, and I was able to. There's no doubt at least in my mind, and pretty much everybody in San Diego, that you were going to be prepared for this moment. You go out in the first inning. Were there any nerves at all that you had to combat in order to get locked in? Yeah, I mean, the adrenaline of this, in this caliber of a game, man, is on another level. It's hard to explain, but you know, I, really, I fell back on a lot of the breathing stuff I did throughout the offseason, just kind of trusted all the work we put in. Having Nola with me the whole offseason was huge. I mean, we talked about it on our walk-in from the bullpen. All the work, all the time, the effort. Um, the energy that was spent this offseason was for moments like this. So, uh, I mean, it felt good to get it done. My favorite moment of the night, Buck Joe Walter comes out. He has them check you. You pretty much complied, gave your glove up, let him check, roll his fingers around your ears, and then you punched out the last batter with a smell me. Yeah. Tell me about that moment. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know if that was the best move on their part, I guess, to get me out of the game. It might have worked if it caught me with anything, but... Um, yeah, I mean, almost lit a fire under my ass and made me want to go even more. You know, I knew I was coming to the end of the line there. You're not really going to push through nine innings right there. Give me that day, Ruth! Give me that day! Woo! Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I knew I probably wasn't going to have an opportunity to go nine there, but I knew I was coming to the end of the line, so really just trying to finish strong and got a little emotional at the end of that inning, you know, showing to the crowd a little bit and trying to shut them up. But I was able to regather myself and go back out for that seven to finish it. Hey, as a fellow San Diego man, I'm proud of you, man. Nice work. Oh, what a performance indeed by Joe Musgrove last night. That's our Tony Gwynn Jr. That's our guy. That's our guy. Down in the middle of the clubhouse celebration last night. We're going to have uh, four or five of those, uh, more of those for you on the program today. Uh, it is Gwynn and Chris indeed following uh, one of the great days in Padre history. Let's be honest about it. I mean, we haven't had a whole bunch of these. Uh, you know, you go back to the 84 playoff and knocking off the Cubs and you go back to the unbelievable run in 1998. Uh, you go back to beating the Cardinals a couple of years ago, but really how many moments like this have there been in San Diego in the baseball history of the Padres? Uh, only their seventh playoff appearance, and uh, this one is uh, memorable for now as they, uh, as they just shut down the Mets. We talked about it in the first segment. It was a perfect game. It was an absolute perfect game in every way, offense, defense, special teams. Oh, no, wrong sport. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I yes, mean, they, they it, did, it was they, everything. They did everything absolutely perfect last night. And, uh, you know, Joe Musgrove, I mean, let's put it this way, Tony. If he doesn't – or uh, Scraby, if he doesn't I, even – I'll gladly uh, be Tony. You can you be want. Tony. Okay. Uh, Tony's going to be back with us on the program. He's heading down to Dodger Stadium right now. So we'll get more from Tony on this uh, show today. But, um, Scraby, you know, if Joe Musgrove doesn't even pitch in the game yesterday, he's a legend in the history of San Diego baseball for his mm-hmm. no-hitter, yeah. being a fact he's from San Diego. I, I, I didn't think it was even possible for him to add to that legacy. He tripled his legacy last night. He I mean, sure did. It's one of the greatest performances in postseason history. It goes right up there with Jack Morris in Game 7 of the 1991 World Series when he shut out the Atlanta Braves for 10 innings. Bob Gibson, anything he ever did in a World I know it wasn't in a World Series, but for a postseason performance in an elimination game, it is the single greatest pitching performance uh, in baseball. Seven innings just allowing the one hit. And allowing only two base runners, I got to tell you, I was worried going into game three about a lot of things. One of the things I was worried about, though, was the Mets running game. Uh, we, we saw the Padres in game number one have no no success at all, you know, stopping the Mets from stealing bases whenever they wanted to. Uh, with Blake Snell out there to start game two, they were able to limit it a little bit because he's a left-hander. But I thought with a right-hander on the mound, even though Joe does a good job holding runners, I thought the Mets were going to take liberties and run wild last night. Well, Joe Musgrove stopped the running game very, very easily. Yeah. Just didn't put any runners on base. Exactly. There's no way you can have a running game if nobody's on base. So uh, it, it was just a, a tour de force in every single way. Uh, we'll talk more about this Buck Showalter thing because I know a lot of people are going to call about that because I do have a feeling that's what people are going to remember most about this game uh, in the years to come. Uh, a lot of people took it personally. I took it personally. I, I, I thought it was really a, a cheap move by Buck. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't hear him talk about it after the game. Did you ever hear him he, address yeah, it after the he, game? He said uh, he, it's his duty as the man. He said that he was given a lot of information in the dugout, and we don't, we're not aware of what information he has, but he felt like it was his duty to bring something up for the to, to 
protect his team is what he said. I see. And where was his apology with the fact that he was dead wrong? <laughs> I don't think we're going to get an apology. Did we get the apology I, that uh, I was looking look, for? But, uh, yeah. I, I I've been actually going just sifting through all the happy Padres stuff. Yeah, I so. know. I know. It, it, it's it, You want to spend the day celebrating. You don't want to spend it uh, talking only about Buck Showalter. But I have a feeling that's what a lot of people are going to call about today. 833-288-0973. I, before we get to our first break, I want to get our guy Vince on because – He's been out there all year. He's been a voice of reason all year on this program. And uh, I think after a performance like that last night, uh, Vince deserves the floor for a moment. So, Vince, welcome to Gwen and Chris. How are you, sir? No. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. We can't Vince. have Vince break up. That was one of the great lead-ins of all Vince. time right there. Vince. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Uh, it's not so it's good. It's not as good as it usually is, Vince. Can you hear me now? No, I'm going to have to put you back on hold, okay? Put him back on hold, see if we can't get him better connected, because I, I really want to hear from Vince. But we'll start with Ari instead. Ari, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, great. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. you're good. You yes, sound good, Ari. Clear. Okay, great. Thanks for having me on. Um, I love your guys' show. Yeah, I was also following on Twitter, but it's been bothering me since Walter went out there talk about other than our excellent performances it's like we should just be talking about how amazing joe musgrove is it kind of reminded me on um you darvish's start where they could just the announcers just kept saying oh there must be something wrong with matt serger that's why he's that's why the mets you know aren't doing well and it's like where is the credit for the padres it's just another distraction from our incredibly hard-working and talented team well, I, I'll tell you this, Ari. Uh, I, I know a lot of people think that the Padres are being slighted uh, by the national media. It's understandable, uh, just in the sense that the Mets were a New York team, a 100-win team. They deserve to be the yeah. favorites, and uh, most people picked them in this series. So um, I think all experts picked them, honestly. They truly did. I, I yeah. think ESPN had 31 people, experts, uh, select this series. 27 of them picked the Mets. So... Uh, you have to understand that you know you're going to be the underdog, and so you're going to be, you're going to feel a little slighted. But as I've said throughout the week and leading up to the series, and now I'm going to say it even more: the Padres are going to get respect in one way and one way only, and that's keep winning. And if they keep winning, are they're going to have no choice but to to celebrate this team and and talk about yeah. what they're doing. So uh, let everybody say what they may. The Padres, we shouldn't mind. It shouldn't bother us so much. We shouldn't take it so personally if we're not getting the same attention as some of these big-name teams. Believe me, it's going to be more of the same in the Dodgers series. If the Padres win this series, it's going to be more about what the Dodgers did wrong than it is about what the Padres did right. But we shouldn't care about that. Just go out and get the job done, keep on winning, and plenty of respect will come the Padres' way if they keep on doing that. You're right, and it feels good when we prove people wrong that doubted us. <laughs> of right. course, yeah. it's like, <laughs> and, and, and they're going to keep doubting them. Yes, they're, they're going to keep you, doubting them. Call. Thank you, Ari. I mean, you know, the Dodgers are, you know, <laughs> you're going up against one of the best teams in baseball history, at least on paper. I mean, there's only been one other National League team that's ever won over 111 games. So. You gotta you gotta understand where the voices are going to be coming from over the next uh, thirty six hours before Game One and throughout the series and 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 if something happens and the Padres knock these guys off or take the first game or two, 
Most people aren't going to celebrate the achievement of the Padres. They're going to wonder what's wrong with the Dodgers. That's yeah, but just we will. How, yeah, let us celebrate it. Let us enjoy it. It'll be our own personal celebration out here in San Diego. We'll let everybody else worry about what's wrong with the Mets, what went wrong there, and what might go wrong with the Dodgers. All right, you want to try to get Vince Yeah, let's in try again? it one more time with Vince. Vince, before the break. take two. Guys, can you, can you there hear me now? Is there you are. Loud There's and clear. Vince. Oh, right. perfect, perfect, perfect. So, guys, hey, thanks for – for having me on as always. So um, just a couple thoughts. I think if you if you uh, put your ears to the window in the sixth inning, you could hear the collective screaming coming from every household, tap room, bar, and restaurant that had the game on <laughs> about the, the puss move that, that Showalter did. I, and I'll tell you, the, the, the thing that brought it back to me, the only thing I could link it to was when Billy Martin came out and he challenged George Brett with the home run that Brett hit with the pine tar on the bat and all that stuff that happened there. One thing is for certain baseball gods, and they're up there, Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Mickey Mantle, they're all up there and they watch this stuff. <laughs> and when they see a BS move like that, they don't stand for it. They don't allow it. Joe Musgrove was, you could just, you could just tell from the preparation from the first pitch all the way up through how calm he was when they were checking him out. And the thing that I love the most about it, guys, this is Manny Machado's team. He's leader of his team, and I love the fact that he is. He's standing there with a grin on his face because he knew, they all knew, that nothing was going to be found. And to, to the caller that was just ahead of me, so right, there is no one outside of us that believes in this team, and we couldn't care less. We could not care less. What we did to the Mets, 101 team, it's going to be different against the Dodgers. But you know what the cool thing is? Everyone's going to count the Padres out. They're going to look at the stat sheet, and everybody's going to count it out. But the great thing about it is our boys get to compete. They get to go out, and they get to compete, and the Dodgers know it. The Dodgers are going to bring the best that they have. Padres are going to bring, bring the best that they have, and let's see how it all turns out. And the last thing is, Friday at Petco, you know, I'm pushing what, 58? I'm pushing 58. I've never been to a playoff game, ever. And so it is going to be so electric on Friday night cannot wait to hear the lead-in guys that you're going to have to that game. I appreciate so much everything you've done all year. You've made it fun. You've made it compelling. You've made it interesting. And uh, I just love being a part of it. A few times I get to, to kind of chime in. And um, it was amazing what we saw over the weekend. Cannot wait to see what this following weekend's going to be. I can't, I can't wait to see what tomorrow night is. Yeah, I know. That's a nice thing. We Thank don't you, have to Vince. wait too we long, to Vince. Break. Thanks so much. I mean, uh, you know, NFL is one thing, but in NFL, you have a moment like this. you got to wait a whole other week to play again. Uh, yeah, it doesn't feel this good. This feels really cool, yeah. man. you got one gate off. Everybody's going to work out today at Dodger Stadium, and then it's right back to work tomorrow night. And we'll see how the, the Padres respond and if they can carry over the momentum from playing an absolute perfect baseball game last night. And we'll see how the Dodgers respond uh, on a six-day layoff. I mean, something that most baseball players are not used to. I, you would think on paper that if the Padres have a shot to 
topple the apple cart tomorrow night will be the night you know get them in game one and as we know Mike Clevenger is going to pitch for the Padres and uh, you have to have a lot of faith in Mike Clevenger this guy's thrown some lights out games this year he's well rested he should be ready to go Dodgers have not announced their starting pitcher for tomorrow night we do know that the game time tomorrow night is at 6 30 we're going to be on seven uh, now I have it at 6 37 that is when I have the game scheduled oh, for yeah, right what, here. No, oh yeah, you said six thirty, and I was adding the seven. Oh, you're adding the seven. Yeah, I thought you were saying seven o'clock. No, 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 no six thirty-seven. Yeah, six. Why? Well, right, fine. If you want to go that way, it's six thirty-seven <laughs> and twenty well, seconds. Okay, but not I'm not. Again. I'm not trying to be that exact, Scraby. I want everybody I to be tuned in. I want everybody to be tuned in and ready to go at six thirty tomorrow night for the game. Uh, pre-game show will be at five thirty tomorrow. We'll be on before all that tomorrow afternoon from two to five thirty. Have all of the pregame stuff, and as far as the rest of the week is concerned, game two is Wednesday night. That will be played an hour earlier at five thirty, and then game three is scheduled for Friday here at Petco Park. They still haven't announced a game time. I I don't know what they're waiting for on this. You've got only two games scheduled that day. You've got Atlanta and Philadelphia, game three of their series. You've got the Dodgers coming here to San Diego. The other game's in Philadelphia. They're not going to play our game early and their game late. They're going to start theirs at 10 p.m.? I mean, (laughs) so it it just seems pretty obvious that uh, Friday's game will be around 5 o'clock our time here on Friday, but they have not announced that officially. But either way, we're going to be out at, uh, I believe we're going to be broadcasting live from Petco. Possibly. Possibly. Still up in the air. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, we, we are we are planning on doing a lot, so you will probably see us somewhere. Right. We'll some be point. somewhere, but we're not um, ready to announce what no, we're doing yet. Because you, no, but I would like to say, because I did get a lot of DMs, and Vince said it too, that he, he was thanking us for being here and for making it fun, but I have to thank everyone out there because a lot of my theories and crazy stuff, you know, I, I researched on Twitter and I get some of that stuff from all of you and then all the interaction we've had this year as a show. Like, it's not just us entertaining you or whatever. It's you guys helping us and, and getting us through the season. Cause, well, we do appreciate the fans yeah. out there, Scraby. Otherwise, you and I would be just talking to ourselves all the time, and that would get a little <laughs> and old no one, after a no while. One, yes, so that would get old. We definitely appreciate all you listeners. And uh, to that end, we're going to hear from more of you listeners when we come back. Also, Tony Gwynn's post-game interview with Manny Machado. You'll hear that when we come back with more Gwynn and Chris. Ben and Woods on the fan. Greg is in La Jolla. Good morning, Greg. I had a golf ball collection, about 150 balls, in a beautiful maple case. Six months after I got separated from my first ex-wife. Is this me from the future? (laughs) Am I talking to Stephen Woods in 15 years? So my first ex-wife says, yeah, you can can pick up the golf ball. You're on the driving range at Pinging Hill. Oh, my God. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I got El Capitan here with me. Manny Machado. Manny, I mean, this was, I think, you guys' best work as a complete team. You guys did everything. You, you hit the long ball. You bunt it. You did everything you possibly needed to do to win this series. What is the thought going through your head right now? I mean, it's just amazing, man. I mean, this team, we've been, we've been, we've been fighting all year, trying to get to this moment. And, you know, as a group, we, we, we all came together, man. And, and it's, it's, it's awesome to see, you know, how, how, the, how a team could come so close and just focus on one goal. You know, and that's, that's what we've been doing. I didn't get a chance to catch you last time, but I, I caught you off, off camera. And one of the things I expressed to you is your growth as a leader for this ball club. You came in 26 years old, really trying to learn how to be a leader. Just talk about your evolution getting to this point, and now you guys are in an NLDS getting ready to face the Dodgers, a team that, you know, has I think many people thought we'd see this matchup at some point. Yeah, I mean, we all grow, man, and it's, it's awesome to see as, as players how, you know, your teammates can bring the best out of you, you know, every single day. You know, even when you're down, when you're struggling, when you're hurt, you know, they can pick you up and make you better every single night. So, you know, the, the group that we have here has been doing that all year, man. We've been picking each, picking up each other. And, you know, it shows. It shows that we go out there and we try to compete when it, when it comes down to it. I got to ask, the moment of the game, at least from my standpoint, was when Buck Joe Walter came out. He had Joe Musgrove checked. And you were one of the most adamant people out there. You were looking in the dugout. What was going through your mind at that point? I mean, I was looking up, but I didn't know what was going on at first. I was like, what's going on? Obviously, then the, camp, the umpires come up. and I mean, but then I look up at the scoreboard, and there was only one hit. So I'm like, all right, I see what you're trying to do here. You're trying to get my guy off, off his game. Yep. You know, but Joe, Joe didn't, didn't, that didn't phase Joe. He went out there, and, you know, he kept competing every single, every single outing after that, every pitch after that, and then he showed the emotion after that, you know. That's just who he is. He's a gamer. He's going to go out there and fight every single day, and, you know, he gave us the opportunity to win today, and, Man, what a freaking job he did today, man. Well, what man, you 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 deserve this. The, as I said, the leadership you put together over the last couple years has gotten better and better and better. Congratulations, my man. All right, Manny freaking Machado there, Scraby. Oh, Be careful. God, stop. Be <laughs> careful. Be careful. Manny pretty excited after the game last night. He had the only extra base hit of game three of that series last night. Believe it or not, Padres had 10 hits in the game. Nine were singles. A ground ball double down the third baseline by Machado was the only extra base hit. Of course, the Mets, sorry, guys, they didn't have any extra base hits, only the Pete Alonso single in the fourth inning. That was it for New York. We welcome you back to Gwyn and Chris. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony is up in uh, Los Angeles. He's at Dodger Stadium, and uh, he'll be joining us a little bit later on. But we're taking phone calls here 
uh, from you fans, 833-288-0973. It's not overstating it to say that this is one of the the great moments, great victories in Padre history. There, There haven't been, you know, that many. I mean, honestly, you can almost count them, unfortunately, on one hand. But this goes along with all those wins over the Cubs in 84 and the 98 uh, run uh, to the World Series and uh, beating the Cardinals a couple of years ago. This is right up there. Uh, Padres were big underdogs to the Mets, and they're going to be bigger underdogs to the Dodgers. But I'll tell you one thing, Scraby. If they play like they did in this past series, the Dodgers are going to be in trouble because just the thing that was so impressive – Baseball oftentimes is something where a couple of guys get hot. They can carry a team for a few days. The Padres had everybody hot in this series. The only guy who really couldn't join the party was Jay Cronenworth, who went hitless in this series. Will Myers also went hitless, but you can't tell me that Will Myers didn't impact that game last night. He had three fantastic plays at first base. Every single one of them came at a crucial moment in the game. He also hit... Uh, two or three line drives to the warning track last night. I just got caught. So, you know, Will Myers was certainly involved in this. Obviously, Hassan Kim defensively and reaching base the way he did. He had three walks last night, scored three runs. He contributed. Manny contributed. Profar had a great series, had the big three-run home run in game one. Uh, came up with some big hits yesterday uh, in center field. Who's in center field? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, jo- Trent- I'm joking. <laughs> Trent Grisham. Yes. I mean, can you believe – the way baseball works. They put a stat up there on the screen last night. Trent Grisham's 184 batting average this year was the second lowest in the history of baseball for somebody that's had that many at-bats. The second lowest in the history of the game. And yet he is the MVP of the series. He hits a home run in each of the first two games, then gets on base all four times last night. And his play in right center field was uh, spectacular, to say the least. Uh, Juan Soto contributed in this series, had a two-run single to cap the scoring last night. Also laid down a sacrifice bunt, which led to a run. Which was a great I mean, come bunt. on, that's, that, that's, that's team, team baseball right, yes, right yes. there. So, you know, I just went through Austin Nola behind the plate. Did he have a... Did he contribute in this series? I'd of say course so. he did. His two-run single that gave them the lead last night was a pretty big shot. He hit 444 in the series. So uh, everybody contributed, and that's just the guys in the lineup. That doesn't include, you know, the great job by Darvish in Game 1, Musgrove in Game 2, Suarez and Hayter finishing it up. I mean, so many guys had a part in this, and that's why I like how they, they, you know, they look going into the Dodgers series because – not only is the team feeling good, but each guy individually has to feel good about what they contributed in this series. So, Absolutely. You know, hopefully that carries forward into this uh, into this uh, Dodgers series. We've right. said it so many times, Chris, leading up to the playoffs. All they got to do is get in because the hot team can take over the playoffs. And I would consider the Padres a hot team right now. Well, and uh, their momentum lasts is only until game two starts, and then or game one starts. Yeah, that's true. Tomorrow night. So yep. you just see, you, you know, Clevenger's got to go out there and pitch well. You're going to have to attack whoever the starting pitcher is for the Dodgers. And you're going to have to be a great team. You're going to you just beat a great team. You're going to have to beat another great team if you want to advance. But I don't see any reason why you don't think you can do it. Let's go to Andrew, kicking off this round of phone calls here on Gwen and Chris. Hi, Andrew. Hello. How's it going? Very good. Thank good, you. Thanks, How are Andrew. you doing? I'm good. I'm good. First time calling. I've been. Uh, I just discovered this. Good to uh, have you channel. With us, yeah, I've kind of just been listening to you guys a lot lately. We'll get it locked. I was listening in. to get a coach earlier in. and. 
he was referring to this what's his name <clears throat> brian kenny oh yeah do we have to bring this up <laughs> go ahead and i don't i don't want to justify anything this guy is saying but i'm not like a professional on the spin rate and how basically like what's the difference but his counts were like i think it was like his curveball was like plus 200 and something like that and then, I don't believe him in anything that he says, but it's like the problem is he's convincing others that there was kind of an issue. Yeah. And I'm wondering if you guys can kind of clear that up. Well, let's clear it up, Brian. Let's clear it up by saying this. Brian Kinney's an idiot. <laughs> let's just clear oh, it up by hey. saying that. Uh, I said it, and we've said it on this show many times oh, before. Matt Scravey did not say that. Chris Ello did. Okay. And uh, I'll tell you, this show doesn't mind saying it. Brian Kinney's an idiot. Uh, for him to come on... <laughs> national ESPN television today and basically intimate that there was reason to believe that Joe Musgrove was cheating is just irrehensible. Oh my God. Irrehensible. Whatever. Irreprehensible. Irreprehensible. That's what I was shooting for. Thank you. That's a big one though. Yeah. I shouldn't shoot for words like that on a Monday (laughs) ever again, but it was reprehensible and it was also, it was just unfair. It's not, it's just totally inaccurate. Joe Musgrove's spin rate was 125 or 225, whatever that is, however they measure it. That was up by 10 or something over his normal spin rate. But another analytics website told us that pitchers in the postseason in general have a spin rate that's higher, six or seven points. So Musgrove's spin rate being a little higher Here's where it is totally understandable. I'm going to add to that point because one of the producers for Get Up, he has a good Twitter account. He tweets out stats and everything. And he said uh, Joe Musgrove's average spin rate was 5.7% higher on Sunday than it was in the regular season. Also true, league-wide average spin rate is 5.5% higher in the postseason. Right. So basically he's on par, maybe a little bit more. Right. He was on par with the fact that everybody's spin rate is a little higher in the postseason. So Brian Kinney... Uh, that, that, that just uncalled for, just absolutely uncalled for. And he said some crap in the past about Tony Gwynn Sr. and a lot of people in San Diego. So Brian Kinney, his name is dirt. I just, I just don't understand. Concerned. I just don't understand how you can so confidently say someone was cheating when you weren't there and you're not because privy he, to because that information. He, because he's an idiot. Okay. He's an absolute, he's an absolute right. idiot. And the next time you're watching Brian Kinney on MLB Network, you have my permission to just immediately change the channel because he's going to spew stupid stuff, and he always does, and he always has. And I can't believe he's in a position that he's in, honestly, to say those kind of comments, which are just they have no backing. Here's they more. absolutely have no backing. Here's more to uh, uh, some more stats and analytics from – Last night, uh, for Joe Musgrove, in the first five innings, he only had one pitch that was over 3,000-plus RPMs, which is a lot. I don't know. After the after he got inspected, he had five pitches, which means that after they proved that he wasn't cheating, yeah. he got better. He got a little bit more upset and uh, stuck it to the New York Mets. I was, uh, I, I was with a lifelong San Diegan last night, and he... I know that everybody felt this way, but he was ready to go to war for them. He was like mad at Buck Showalter, and I say go to war in a in a regular you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But he was ready to go at Buck Showalter. He was ready to go at Mets fans. He was on Twitter, told him to get off Twitter. It, I mean, it was just one of those moments I, that is the reason I love sports. 
got to defend your team right now. Let's go to Gary in San Diego. Welcome to Gwen and Chris. Hi, Gary. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Good afternoon. It's good to hear you, and it's good to hear you uh, setting a few uh, facts straight, uh, speaking of uh, idiots, right? <laughs> Correct. If hey, I know, I know my idiots. I hang out with Scraby every day. Oh, oh hey, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Look out. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw that my wife and I were watching the game, as soon as I saw Bucky walk out there, I, I was right with uh, Tony Gwynn, and I, I said, I know the game. I've been around the game for 55 years or since I've been old enough to, to understand the game. I'm almost 63, so I've seen a few innings here and there. I knew exactly what he, what he was doing. He's going to try to get into his head by having him examined, just like one of the other callers said, oh, yeah, George Brett must have been cheating. Oh, brother. And the only thing I could say was that's just going to – Joe was class. He just kept his cool. And I just loved the little uh, – all he needed to do was that one uh, – that little move, I think, that some of the Sicilians would do uh, or something that – Okay. Throw, it almost <laughs> reminded me of that. <laughs> but, he, no, he, he, was, he, he was great. He, he pitched his heart out. The only thing that I would have loved even better, because I'm so old school, is just, hey, it would have stuck a dagger to him, go out even one more inning and do it. But things being what they are, I think the, our bullpen was good. And as far as playing the rest of the game, I love the way they put a complete game together with the sacrifice bunt, with moving the runners over, and getting the timely hit. Because if you remember a small player, well, he wasn't exactly a small player, but a player for the 69 Mets, Ron Swoboda, came out of nowhere. I think he robbed, uh, it might have been the third baseman, Robinson. Yes, he did. He robbed Brooks Robinson of a hit. There were many many heroes. Thanks, Gary. We've got to get to the top of the hour. There's many heroes for the 69 Mets. Padres are not as big underdogs as the 69 Mets, but they're going to be underdogs to be sure in this next series. They're going to need more heroic performances like they got last night. We've got more Gwen and Chris on the way. Hour number two. Stick with us. Stay on the line if you're there at 833-288-0973. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.